0: Hello everyone. Welcome to Wind Down Wednesdays. I'm your host, Paula Taylor, and this is episode 85. So tonight we're going to talk about reclaiming our energy in the midst of turmoil. Last week we talked about recharging our light in the midst of turmoil. And and, and let me tell you a little bit about what's kind of been going on for me just to kind of explain where this came from and And I guarantee that I'm not the only one going through this because everyone else I know is kind of in this turmoil right now. And we talked about a lot last week about the macro, kind of that worldwide level, and then the micro or like our own selves and our own kind of little bubble. And there's these layers that go from the macro to the micro. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. But one of the things we talked about last week was how What we see on the macro is kind of a reflection of what's going on 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 the micro, and of course it's a collective level. So there's a collective level of turmoil that's reflected back with these kind of world conflicts that happen. And, And so these things affect each other, right? So when there's a lot of turmoil going on on the macro, that absolutely affects what's happening on the micro and then vice versa. So pretty much everyone I know right now is having some turmoil in their lives, whether that is stress-related, like like your job is extra stressful and extra busy. I've heard that from a bunch of people over the last week or two. A bunch of people I know are kind of in health crisis or have family members in health crisis. There's, there's a lot of transitioning going on right now, people making big life changes or big moves, changing jobs, and, and that's really overwhelming. And, and I've been feeling really overwhelmed. I've been feeling, feeling depleted and depressed and overwhelmed. And so I started kind of digging into that, like, you know, what's going on here energetically? Cause that's where I always go because that is where I always find my solution. And I realized that We leave little pieces of our energy in all of these conflicts, in all of this turmoil. Starting on that huge macro level, the worldwide level, we're going to kind of go through this a little bit more in detail. But starting on that macro level all the way down to the micro, we kind of walk through our lives and we leave little pieces of our energy in places. And eventually to the point that we feel completely depleted, we feel completely depressed. And and then we feel overwhelmed because there's all this fear being reflected back to us and we don't have the energy to ground that fear down. So the best way to get out of overwhelm is to get grounded, to get connected to the earth. So in tonight's meditation, we're going to do that. We're going to get really grounded. And then we're going to practice calling our energy home. And we did that in another episode, maybe a couple months ago. And in that episode, I talked about, and in the meditation, we focused on kind of calling our energy home from the past, from the future, and then from places we've given it away to or people, situations we've given it away to. And this time, we're going to focus on these situations that that we're giving our energy away to, that where we're leaving our energy, we're going to reclaim that energy. And we're going to talk a little bit about how to be effective last week i said you can't be effective when you're triggered you also can't be effective when you're completely depleted because you've left your energy in all these different places so i want to talk about kind of the way as i started thinking into this and and kind of feeling into this topic i realized that a lot of us maybe most of us are starting kind of on this macro level To the point that, like, by the time we get to ourselves, there's nothing left. And so let me give you an example of kind of what I'm talking about, because I'm talking in all these kind of abstract terms, and I I like to be practical and concrete. So last week, I talked about the conflict that was, um, that Russia had invaded the Ukraine and how that upset me, that triggered me seeing that. And that's a good example of, of a world conflict there. But I would be remiss if I didn't mention there, you know, there's a humanitarian crisis in Yemen. There's a malnutrition crisis in Afghanistan, like all over the world, there are things going on. And, and what happens for most of us is that we kind of see that and we're, we have empathy, we have compassion. And, and so we want to help, but we don't really know how. And and so we leave a little bit of energy there. And then we come in a little bit from that micro level and, and maybe there's something going on nationally or like in our town. That's bothering us, you know, and, and same kind of thing. It's like, well, this is bothering me. It gets my attention and like, I'll just leave a little energy there. And then we kind of come back in a big culprit with this is social media. We're scrolling through social media, which is kind of shows us that macro, but it shows us kind of this extension of our micro bubble as well. Like people we know, acquaintances, and so maybe you're scrolling through social media and you see that someone you care about is going through something—a health crisis or whatever it is—and so we leave a little energy there. Or maybe you see that someone that maybe you you feel a little bit envious of has something really good happening, and and that gets a little bit triggered because you're like, oh, I want to be happy for this person, but I, you know, I'm a little bit jealous. And so we leave a little energy there. So social media is a as a huge energy suck. And I am completely guilty of like scrolling through social media. And what I notice is the more time I spend on social media, and especially looking at people that I don't know personally, things like Instagram and TikTok, where you're kind of just seeing random people, the more depleted I feel. It's absolutely an energy suck. And you can curate that. You can absolutely like, spend time and be focused. And I've learned a lot of really cool things. I want to talk in the upcoming weeks about uh, quantum shifting and timeline jumping, which is something I've been kind of exploring on TikTok. There's actually a lot of really good information on TikTok, but just like everything else, you leave a little piece of your energy. And if you're watching five second TikToks and you've watched 60 TikToks or whatever in a day, that's a lot of energy to give away. That's a lot of energy to let go of. So then we get into a little more of the micro, our our personal bubble of, say our workplace or our kids, where our kids go to school or our kids social circles, our extended family. And then there's things going on there. And and so we leave a little bit of energy there. You know, you drop your kids off, you have a bad encounter with someone and, and it gets your kind of fight, flight or freeze up and then you leave some energy there. Or it's just stressful and you're in a hurry and you leave some energy there. And, and so we're leaving all this energy, you know, we started at this huge macro level. And, and as we come back into ourselves, there's less and less energy available to us because we are giving our personal energy away. And, and so then we start feeling depleted and we start feeling depressed and we start feeling overwhelmed. And so what do we do about that? And, and my answer for that is that we call our energy home. And that's what we're going to do in our meditation tonight. But but let's say we call our all our energy home, we reclaim all our energy, you know, do we just not pay attention to any of that? Like, do we never go on social media again? Do we have to live in isolation? You know, do we have to become an island? And absolutely not. I said last week, I am a, I'm a big proponent of being engaged with the world, of knowing what's going on on that macro level, of being involved to the extent that you can in whatever way that looks like for you in the physical, practical world. But energetically, it does not serve us to leave pieces of our energy. What does serve, and it doesn't serve the macro either, because these little teeny pieces of energy that we're leaving, they're not really doing anything because they're so small other than they're completely draining and depleting us. Now when we call all that energy home and we recharge our light like we did last week and we start to glow then we intentionally send energy out with love and and a good metaphor for this and and you see this a lot people say you can't you can't what is it something about an empty cup you can't give from an empty cup that's what it is so if your cup's empty because you've given everything out, you don't really have anything left to give. If you gather all that energy back in and you connect to that source, to that unconditional love, that, that chi or ki or prana, that God, divine energy, whatever words you want to use for it. When you're connected to that, when you've called all your energy back and you're connected to that divine light, then your cup begins to fill to the point that it's overflowing. And that is how we want to give. We want to give our energy intentionally. We want to give our energy temporarily. We don't want to leave energy permanently just about anywhere because it's our precious energy. And the other thing that's interesting, and I've talked about this before, is that it doesn't really serve a situation or another person to just leave energy there, especially when it's that energy of depletion that you gave kind of Unintentionally, it's not that you you gifted love. It's that like oh, I was overwhelmed and something happened and I just was like, here, take it. Oh, I I just need to get out of here and and you just left a little piece of yourself behind. That doesn't serve the situation. That's not a loving, glowing piece of yourself. That's like you giving it away, a little piece of yourself, and not having it for yourself, and it doesn't serve them. So what I am I'd like to shift the way that we do this, the way that we look at this from that macro to the micro. And we talked about that last week. So if you're not taking care of yourself, if if you're not recharging your own light, if you're not filling your own cup, whatever metaphor you want to use for that, then you're not intentionally giving and you're not giving unconditional love. When you're leaving parts of yourself, that usually happens out of fear. That's usually a fear response oh, this this world conflict is terrible and look at these people and I feel so bad for them and oh my gosh, but I feel powerless and what can I do? And like, ugh, I left a little piece of like, ugh, there. And that energy doesn't serve the situation. It's not serving you because you gave it away. If you call that energy home and you transform it into unconditional love, then you can beam love. I was just listening to I've been listening to some of the older episodes of Wind Down Wednesday and I was just listening to the one where I talked about the Care Bears and I talked about the Care Bear Stare. And if you don't know who the Care Bears are, I think they made a re- kind of like a comeback, but in the 80s when I was growing up, there was a show and then there were actual stuffed bears and and the premise of this show was that these were these bears that worked together to solve problems with love, essentially. And the way that they did that was that they would all link arms or hold hands and send out love. And, and that's that's like the best description for Reiki that I've ever heard, really, is just giving this unconditional love or energy work in general. And and so that is how we give energy. But if we if we have given energy in an unintentional way, if we're kind of leaving all this energy behind and we're so depleted that we have no energy, we're, you know, we're snapping at our family, like we can't give from love in that state. The only way you can give from love is to fill yourself up with love. You fill yourself up with so much love that you have all this beautiful spare energy to give, but that does require some effort that does require some work that is why i do this spiritual work so when i was going around this week and i'm still dealing with some grief from losing my um my little puppy that i had for almost 16 years my dog's son Emmett, i'm still getting triggered with grief kind of for that you know there's there's these things that are going on with friends and family there's the the larger conflicts that are going on in the world and and so i was going around and i was like man i'm i'm just overwhelmed i'm tired like i know this is not my my true state of being my true state of being is charged up and joyful and and full of light even amidst this turmoil i can be an i in this storm of love and what happens when i when i let go of all that for a little while and i call all that energy home And I transform that energy into love, I get grounded and connected to the earth, I call in love, is that then I recharge myself, I reactivate my true nature, my true state of being, which is that connection to that divine energy, which is unconditional love. And then all of a sudden it's like, I am a beacon. I am a light giving love and sending love out and I can direct that love to anyone I want. So if I have someone in my immediate circle who's suffering, absolutely I can offer them help in the physical realm, but I can also call that energy back and I can beam it to them in the form of love. And and as we talked about last week, that is how we change the macro, by changing the micro. We can't change what's happening very far from our own little circle. But when we change ourselves, when I show up and I'm beaming with love and joy, then the people I show up for feel that. It's like having a heater in the middle of a, of a cold space. All of a sudden, everybody comes to the heater. If you are in light, if you are in love, if you are expanded in joy, then you are radiating that out to everyone in your inner circle and you're giving them the opportunity to see that that is the way that they would like to be. And again, it does take some consciousness. It takes some awareness. It takes recognizing not, and and what a lot of us do is that we we run away from it. We know we're depleted. We know we're overwhelmed. We don't know what to do with it. And so we just, we're like on a hamster wheel and just keep running. And we just keep giving that energy away. And it's like, okay, okay, I can do this. Oh, I, I can do this. And underneath that is this like, emptiness and dread and, and feeling that we're, that we're alone underneath that kind of like frenetic activity that I see so many people doing. And, and it feels scary and it feels perhaps counterintuitive, but the best way to get out of that is to step out of the wheel and just sit down for a minute. And you think there's this old, I'm using a lot of metaphors tonight, but there's this old metaphor about like juggling, you know, you're juggling plates and what happens if you drop a plate and, oh, you better hold the one plate. Like if you drop all the plates, you drop all the plates. You can heal the plates, but but not if you're running around like a crazy person giving energy away, then you're just going to keep dropping more plates. You can't constantly juggle plates, I don't know, I'm, I'm on a weird metaphor now, I got too, I'm mixing all my metaphors, my writing teacher would not be happy with me. So what we're going to do tonight in the meditation and what I suggest, I suggest you repeat this meditation. I suggest you repeat last week's meditation. I suggest you repeat all of these meditations. I've been going back and repeating some of the, the really early meditations and it makes a huge difference. I went back and repeated last week's meditation yesterday as part of this work. I was like, I am depleted, I am depressed, I am overwhelmed, what's going on here? And so I did that that meditation to kind of recharge my light and then I realized, wait a minute, I'm still missing some pieces of myself because I've been leaving all these pieces around. And so tonight we're gonna call those in. So tonight we're going to get really grounded because again, if you are overwhelmed, if you are triggered, if you are in a full on like fight, flight, or freeze, it's really hard to make any kind of shift from that state. You are not effective. So the first thing in any situation that I would always suggest is to take a deep breath. And it's really easy to forget that. I do that sometimes, you know, I find myself all clenched and I'm, oh, oh," you know, I'm really like. I'm angry or I'm anxious or whatever, like shrug your shoulders up, relax them down and take a deep breath. And and if you can take an oxytocin breath, because that is even more effective. And then take another one. And then take one more. Take three deep breaths. If that's the only thing you do in a situation, you have already invited your body to come out of that fight, flight, or freeze and into that parasympathetic, that ease response. And that is the only way we can be effective. When we are in that fight, flight or freeze, we can't make any lasting change. We can't make any real shift. We can't really call our energy home because we're still giving it out. If you're in fight, flight or freeze, you're basically like bouncing energy around. That's what anxiety is energetically. It's just bouncing energy. It's just bouncing all around in your energetic fields and it's bouncing onto the other people around you. That's why emotions are contagious because emotions are energy. So if you go into a space and there's a bunch of people who are really angry, that's going to trigger your anger because that angry energy is moving around in that space. And and it's hard not to let that happen. And especially if you're sensitive, which most of of us are, whether we acknowledge it or not, most of us are pretty sensitive to other people's energy. It's really easy to get triggered by someone else's energy. It's really easy to get pulled into someone else's energy. And the good news about that is that if you do your work, and you learn to kind of separate yourself and you learn to ground yourself and you learn to be in that centered and grounded state, not only are you less likely to get pulled into someone else's energy, but they're more likely to get warmed by your energy. When someone is in that fight, flight or freeze, if they're in anxiety and you stay really, really calm, you have the opportunity to help them transform their own energy. You don't have the responsibility to change their energy, but you have the opportunity to help someone through radiating that love. But again, giving away energy in an unintentional fashion, which we all do, that doesn't serve us and it doesn't serve the situations or the people we're giving it away to. So we need to take some time every once in a while to call all of that energy home, to bring it back to ourselves To release anything that's no longer serving us because sometimes that energy we called back was like that anxiety energy or that anger energy or, or whatever it is that doesn't really serve us. That's not our true nature. So we release that with love for the highest good. We call in that loving divine flow to fill any spaces left over and then we begin to radiate out and then we have the opportunity to care, bear, stare love to anybody we want and that makes a huge difference. We may not see it in that moment or the person that it makes a difference for may not share with you that it made a huge difference. They may not even notice, but that shift is there, that opportunity to shift is there. And eventually when presented with this opportunity to shift enough times, somebody who's been resistant to it might be like, oh. I'll have what she's having. How do I do that? Or or they'll they'll open a little door for that love to get in. Everyone deserves love. Everyone is made of love. We just get disconnected from it. We get caught up in that kind of fear and that fight flight or freeze. So we come into our bodies, we get grounded. We get back into ease as much as we can. Cuz judgments don't help. Judgments just increase that anxiety. And then in tonight's meditation, we're going to call back that energy from the macro. We're going to start really far out calling that in. And then we're going to bring it back in a little bit closer and even a little bit closer. And the last thing I want to say before we start is that even within your immediate family, giving your energy away does not serve you and it does not serve them. Coming into a grounded state, coming into a centered and flowing state, inviting that love, to shine forth that true nature of who you are and giving the other person space serves them much more than giving energy to them. Oh, here, please, please take this. Please take this. That's that's how we get into kind of codependence is just constantly giving energy away. And a lot of times we're giving energy to somebody who doesn't want it. and we're And part of the reason they don't want it is because we're not giving like loving energy. We're giving this kind of fearful transactional You know, like, oh, I'm doing this for you, recognize me or whatever, however that goes. So even within your own family, it's really important to come back to that micro, to your own person, to your own self. And then when you're centered and then when you're grounded and then when you're radiant, then you radiate that out and it draws people to you. It draws your family into you and your friends into you. It draws people into you because they want to feel that feeling. And hopefully you invite them to do spiritual work and they step into it with you. But again, worry about yourself. Well, don't worry. I don't like the word worry. I do too much worrying. Focus on yourself. Focus on the micro. Let that reflect out into the macro. Sit and care, bear, stare, your family, love, but let there be no strings attached. That is the hardest part. We are so used to this transactional form of love. I do this for you, you do this for me. I do this for you, you do this for me. And so much of our conflict is about, well, I did this for you and you didn't do this for me. Or you said you would do this for me and you didn't. All of that transactional love, that's not love. I shouldn't even call it transactional love. That's transactional relationship. And that is what we have called love. Love has no strings. True unconditional love has no strings attached and it's hard. It's hard to love in that way. It's hard to love in that way when we are surrounded by so much judgment and we've internalized all this judgment. It's hard to love in that way when we're surrounded by limitation and we've internalized limitation. But when we focus on this micro, when we focus on expanding within our own selves as much as possible, then we invite that true unconditionality in. And when we can start to have that for ourselves, then we can start to offer it to other people. And it's, it's a life, it's probably a multiple lifelong process, not just a single lifelong process, but we're here, we do our work, we, tr- we find joy in what we're doing. And so let's meditate together. So try to sit up for tonight's meditation if you can. You can use some support, lean up against a wall, put some pillows behind your back. If you need to lay down, that's fine, but this is gonna be a fairly active meditation. And we may do some arm movements as well. So I feel like that works a little bit better sitting out, But but let your intuition guide you. And then, as I suggested before, let's take three deep oxytocin breaths. We're gonna breathe in through the nose, let the belly float out strongly. And then we're gonna sigh that breath out with an audible ha that kind of moves from a high pitch down to a lower pitch. Ha. <sighs> If you like, as I was just guided to, you can add that little ooh at the end and that kind of helps ground. So when you breathe with that audible ha sound that vibrates the vagus nerve, it helps tell your body it's time to come out of the fight, flight, or freeze and into that ease response. When you add that little ooh at the end, that sends a little burst of energy down into the earth and kind of helps you connect to the earth. So let's do... Even more, maybe two or three more of those oxytocin breaths. You can add that grounding sound if you like. <sighs> and then just start to notice how you feel in your body. Hopefully those breaths have kind of brought you back into your body. We spend so much time kind of floating in or above our heads in that mental space. So bring yourself back into the body. Notice how your body feels. Notice any areas of discomfort. That's probably some energy that's calling for a little bit of movement. So you can move, physically move your body if it feels a little bit tense. And then take a nice deep breath nice oxytocin breath, and draw the breath directly into the area of tension or discomfort that you're noticing the most right now. Ah, And then as you sigh that out, let that discomfort just float down into the earth. Let it just leave your body. And if it doesn't, that's fine, there's no judgment. Take a couple more deep breaths in this way, breathing into any areas of tension you're noticing, any discomfort. Ah, and as you breathe out sigh that tension down and out let it travel into the earth to be recycled for the highest good notice whatever part of your body now is connected with the ground maybe it's your feet or your bottom if you're lying on the ground and as you take your next breath draw that breath into the part of your body that is connected to the earth. And as you sigh that breath out, ah, send any tension, any energy that's no longer serving you down into the earth. Let that beautiful earth do her job of recycling that energy for the highest good. And one more time, take a nice deep breath all the way into that part of your body that's connected to the ground. And then sigh it out. Let go of any energy that's no longer serving you. Send it down into the earth. Feel the earth supporting you. Feel your connection to this beautiful planet. This energy is here to support you. Let your feet open up. Let your bottom open up. That base of your spine, that first chakra area. And allow that beautiful, rich earth energy to flow up into your body from the earth as you breathe in now breathe that energy up into your body from the earth and then as you breathe out again release anything that's no longer serving you just send it down into the earth for the highest good breathing in drawing that energy up from the earth letting it come all the way up into your heart space and sighing it out, letting it go down into the earth, anything that's no longer serving you, any energy that's not moving that you're ready to release. And now breathing that energy all the way up through the body into that mental space, into your head, bringing some dark, rich energy into your head and sighing out any thoughts, any mental energy that's no longer serving you, send it into the earth and again once more breathing into the head into the brain the mental space and then breathing out releasing any mental energy that's no longer serving you let that go and then breathing up drawing that earth energy into the heart center into the throat and then sighing out any emotional energy that's no longer serving you and again breathing that deep rich earth energy up into your heart space and then sighing out any emotional energy that's no longer serving you. And now breathing into the belly, that beautiful cave of the solar plexus and the sacral chakra, and then sighing out any physical energy that's no longer serving you. And again, breathing into the beautiful cave, that space of the belly, and then sighing out any physical energy that's no longer serving you. And now, one more time, breathing into that belly, to the pelvis, and sighing out any of that physical energy that's no longer serving you. And feeling this flow now, beautiful flow coming up from the earth, that release of energy back down into the earth. Just let yourself feel really supported and grounded here. Notice if your mind has shifted, notice if any of the tension in your body has shifted can move around a little bit just to release any more of that physical energy. Then allow your crown chakra, that area at the top of your head to gently open. Draw in that beautiful chi, that ki, that prana, that life force energy, the unconditional love that we are all made of. Draw that in through the top of the head. Let it mingle with that beautiful earth energy. Allow it to flow into the throat and the chest, let it come down each arm into your belly and your back, low belly into your hips and pelvis. Just allowing this flow to come down into your legs, into your knees, lower legs and feet. Taking a deep breath and drawing that beautiful unconditional light and love all the way down to your hips and pelvis, sighing that beautiful energy down through your legs and into the earth this beautiful flow now of energy up from the earth and energy down from that divine source. Noticing how you feel here, noticing any shifts, releasing any judgments. And now we're gonna begin reclaiming that energy that we've unintentionally Left that we've unintentionally given to situations. And we're going to start on that macro level, the furthest level out. So think about anything that's come to your attention in the last week or two in terms of of the world, world events, things that have been getting your focus, and gently call your energy back from there. Knowing that we can beam love back at any time, call this energy back this energy is not serving that event it's not serving you this is your energy reclaim that energy call it home any kind of worldwide event maybe it's something to do with climate change or global conflict whatever it is that comes to you call that energy home you are better serving whatever that event is, that situation is, by calling your energy home and then consciously beaming light and love once your cup is full. We're refilling our cup here. We're pulling this energy back in. we're calling it back in. And now let yourself come in a little bit from that, maybe the nationwide level. Maybe it's something in your town. Something to do with COVID which is still out there affecting us, call that energy back, call that energy home. And you can see that I'm kind of moving my arms, actually pulling energy back into my body. That's a really good way to demonstrate to your body what you wanna do to actually pull energy. And you're using your intention to grasp whatever the energy is. And again knowing that you can beam love to this situation once your cup is full pull that energy back in call it home it belongs with you and then as you're ready moving in a little bit more moving to that outer edge of your social circle maybe this is the things you see on social media acquaintances people you barely know celebrities Whatever it is, the very edge of kind of your personal universe, start calling energy in. And specifically here, start calling some energy in from your social media usage. Just call some of that energy back that you've given away to social media. Don't give the influencers your energy, take it back. And at any point here, you can stop and take some deep breaths. You can kind of shake things out. Consciously, we will release any of this energy that's no longer serving us, but you can do that at any point along the way. If you're starting to feel a little anxious if this energy you're pulling in, feels like it's a little bit fear-based, take a nice deep breath and just let that fear go, send it down to the earth to be recycled. And then coming in now to your personal universe, to your extended family, co-workers, people that you encounter regularly in a social situation, whether that's in person or online, and start pulling energy in from that kind of extended social circle. And you'll notice, If you're watching the video, my hands are starting to move a little bit faster. Your body, once you start doing this, your body starts recognizing like this is great and it will help you. It will help you begin to make this process easier. It might feel strange at first. You might feel nothing and that's okay. Just use intention. I intentionally call my energy back from situations where I've left it. You can leave it that vague or you can make it specific And now coming a little bit closer into your circle, this is like your immediate circle, your close friends, your close family, people that you encounter every day and pulling that energy, calling it home, letting it come back to you where it belongs, recognizing that it's not serving you, it's not serving these people or the situations. There's conflict within your family, Pull your energy back, call it back from that. Stop feeding that conflict with your energy. And that goes for the micro and the macro, especially when we leave fear based energy behind. That's feeding the fear based conflict because conflict is always based on fear, it's based on that transactional sense of unworthiness. You owe me something or I gave you something and you didn't reciprocate, whatever it is. That is not love, that is fear, that is transaction. So call your energy back. And now, as you're ready, very slowly come to your own personal space, your personal energetic fields that are just around your body. What is the room you're sitting in feel like? That's a reflection of your personal energetic field, even if you're not aware of it. And just start bringing that energy that you've called that. Bring that into your personal energetic space, into your fields here. Again, you don't have to feel this energetically. You can use intention. You don't have to move as I am, but it sometimes helps. Just kind of, I'm still just kind of pulling energy in. And now as you're ready, still your hands, if they've been moving, you can kind of I like to flick energy off when I'm done moving around with it. Now bring your hands to your heart, if you like. You don't have to, but we're coming back now fully into our personal space, into our body, into the energetic space within and around our body. And notice there's all this energy floating around now, and it might actually feel a little uncomfortable might feel a little bit like that anxiety and that bouncing and that fear and it might feel a little bit big and that's okay take a deep oxytocin breath draw that breath into the belly and as you sigh that breath out release any energy that's no longer serving you just send it down into that beautiful earth connection that we that we Developed that at the beginning of the meditation that we've already stepped into. And do that three or four times. Take a deep oxytocin breath in, collect all of that energy that's no longer serving you. Ha! And then sigh it down into the earth. And you can use your hands to help you with this. I'm sort of now I've got my hands kind of down by my Sides, and I'm, I'm moving energy. I'm kind of facilitating energy, moving down the body. Again, you don't have to do this. You can do this with intention. I like to move sometimes when I'm moving energy. You can stay with your hands on your heart. You can just relax your hands. Let your intuition guide you here. And one more time now, take a big, deep oxytocin breath and gather any of that energy that that feels fearful, that feels like it's not serving you and imagine that you're gathering it into like a basket and then dump the basket down into the earth for the highest good we recycle this fear-based energy for the highest good we set that intention so that we're not dumping fear into the earth the earth knows how to deal with this energy the earth is a master of recycling of taking old energy and making it new again so we send it to the earth with love for the highest good to be recycled And then come still again. You can relax your hands down into your lap if you'd like. And now again, notice how you feel. How does the room around you feel? Do you feel that kind of fight, flight or freeze? Do you feel that fear? Does it feel calmer? If you're still feeling some fear, take a few more deep oxytocin breaths and just keep releasing that fear down. But if you're feeling mostly neutral or if you're ready to move on, Now we're going to, again, draw that beautiful love, unconditional love, true unconditional love. That is what we are made of. That is the source of our being. Draw that in through the top of your head. Let it fill every square inch of your body out to the skin. All of the organs of your body now filled with love. You can see this as light, if you'd like, golden light, white light, whatever color comes to you. Filling the body now, filling your cup with this beautiful unconditional light and love. And then imagine filling that whole room that you're sitting in, the area around your body. Let that fill with this beautiful light and love. Filling your cup to overflowing here and any of that energy we we called back that still maybe feels a little off or fear-based, this love transmutes all fear to love. So let this love, this light, burn away any remaining fear that's in your sphere. It's in your personal body, your personal energetic space that's within and around your body. Start to feel this light. Start to feel yourself as a sun. Start to feel the area around your body as the rays of the sun, you are spreading light. You are spreading love out around your body. And make sure you do your whole body, front, back, especially the back. We tend to forget about the back sometimes. So really send that beautiful, loving energy back behind you. Let it fill your head and that mental space, your heart, that emotional space, the belly and the hips, the physical body at large, every cell of your body, its own little beautiful radiant sun. And you can stay with this if you'd like, but if you feel full, if you feel overflowing with this beautiful light and love, you can choose to share it now intentionally, intentionally send it to one of those macro situations, the worldwide situation. And noticing that you are completely refreshed as you do this, because you're doing it intentionally, you're drawing this beautiful energy in as you send energy out. And so you're completely filled up, you're overflowing and you're, you're still filling with that light as you're sending energy intentionally. This is how Reiki works. We channel energy and we send it out. So we're not giving our own personal energy. We're giving this beautiful, unconditional love and light. This Reiki, this Chi, this beautiful life force or prana energy. And if you'd like, you can direct some of that beautiful light and love to one of those nationwide situations. Direct it to the edge, that kind of edge of your personal universe. Direct it to... people within your personal sphere who need it but again keep that flow going we get so used to giving from our own stash of energy that we forget to fill ourselves back up so as we fill and we give love we are doing service to ourselves by filling with love and light we are doing service to others by intentionally giving this beautiful light and love, not leaving fear-based energy behind unintentionally as we often do. And then as you're ready, just come still. Notice how you feel, notice how your body feels, notice how your emotional body feels, notice how your mental body feels. Notice how the space around your body feels, that energetic space. Does it feel more luminous and light? You can repeat this meditation as many times as you like, and I recommend that you do. Try this as a daily meditation for a week or even five days and notice the difference. Pair this meditation with last week's meditation and notice the difference in how you feel, in how you interact with other people. This has practical applications. Filling yourself with love, filling yourself with your own true essence, reverberates out into the world around you, into the people you encounter and the situations you encounter, and this is how we change the world. Radiating love, radiating light, reflecting, our true nature and the true nature of others showing that we're all one we're all this divine being this all this divine spark this unconditional light and love as you're ready start to slowly move your body around coming back into your body leaving this beautiful radiance around you as we did last week If you want to gently close your crown chakra, you can or you can leave it open for the highest good to keep letting that beautiful light flow into your body, into your emotional and mental bodies, into that energetic field. Feel your connection with the earth one more time. Leave that connection open. Let yourself be supported by the earth. She's here to love you. Love her. and Let her love you. Let yourself be loved. You deserve it. Let yourself be whole. You deserve that. And as you're ready, affirm with me out loud, I am fully present in my body. I am fully present in my body and I call all my energy home to my space. I am fully present in my body and I intentionally give love from a space of love. I am overflowing with love and light. Sat-nam. The truth of your identity is that you are love. Let yourself fill with that love. Let yourself radiate that love. Let yourself receive and give unconditional love. As you're ready, gently move your fingers and toes. Maybe circle your wrists and ankles. Gently move your head around. Come fully back to yourself and when you're ready, You can open your eyes. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. Please come back and repeat this meditation and last week's meditation and notice the difference in your micro, in your own self. We can be completely surrounded by this turmoil and we can be this eye of the storm, this eye of love and light. Have a beautiful rest of your evening. Have an illuminated rest of your week, and I will see you next week for Why Now Wednesdays.